Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of the day it is that you're joining us. This is the Tulsa World Scene uh, video slash podcast slash whatever you'd like to call it. Uh, I am here with the lovely and talented Grace Wood. Hello. <laughs> and for those and for those of you who are uh, regular viewers, listeners uh, to this, uh, our uh, esteemed colleague uh, Jimmy Trammell is uh, is is in country. Uh, out in the wild, stalking the elusive Sylvester Stallone, who is in Tulsa this weekend, uh, maybe in through next week, filming scenes for a new uh, show called Tulsa King, where he plays a uh, Sylvester Stallone, not Jimmy Trammell, I guess I should say, plays a, a gangster recently released from prison who returns to Tulsa to do whatever he's going to do. I don't know that much about it, but uh, uh, he is, uh, Mr. Mr. Trammell is uh, out uh, uh, stalking the elusive uh, Mr. Stallone. And speaking of elusive things, uh, I have sitting over here to the side of me what uh, might be the culinary equivalent of, 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 of Bigfoot, um, I'm not quite sure if this is going to be able to be seen, but this is a packet or a tub of McDonald's Szechuan sauce. <laughs> now, Grace, you look like you know about what I'm talking. Do you have any um, idea? I actually don't. I was just oh, really I, surprised that you pulled that up. <laughs> imagine my surprise when this showed up at my door. No. Um, in 1998, McDonald's came up with a tie-in for the Disney movie Mulan, uh, which is set in uh, China. And for the Happy Meal that they created to tie in with it, they included for the, the children that bought the one with the, the, the chicken pieces, uh, something unusual that they called Szechuan sauce. There, oh, that looks a lot better. You can read it better there. Um, and apparently, uh, more adults bought that particular Happy Meal than kids did. And when they discontinued it, there apparently was quite the outcry. Um, you know, maybe about a decade later, a, an animated show called Rick and Morty. Um, you look like you know that one. <laughs> I love Rick and Morty. It's okay. honestly hilarious. <laughs> they did an episode where one of them built a time machine in order to go back to the year 1998 and bring back to whatever year the show was set in as many packets of Szechuan sauce as possible. Well, again, enough adults saw that, that that got a, a whole new uh, cult thing about this condiment. Um, and they, there was rumors of it coming back once. And I remember seeing stories of people lined up at, at, at McDonald's all over town and all over the country demanding this stuff and the people going like it's only in like Ohio or something but tomorrow or well, tomorrow would be March on March 31st 
they are going to make this stuff available again on a limited ba- uh, for a limited time and only available if you order through the McDonald's app. Oh. However, the things we do for the Tulsa world. Um, uh, a publicist, uh, Elizabeth Del Santo, who I believe is in California, uh, offered to send me a sample of this stuff and have it delivered to my door. <laughs> and about an hour ago, I got a knock on the door and this guy was there with two bags. Uh, one contained, I kid you not, seven of these. The other contained a bottle of water, an order of fries, and 10 of these. Heck yeah. So, um, I have never tried this before. I have never heard of this really before. I heard about, I heard about the hoo-ha over it. So it's kind of dark and red. Okay. I'm excited. (laughs) That makes one of us. (laughs) Okay, what do we think? I wish I had something better in, in which to dunk this stuff. Oh, yeah. But actually, it's not bad. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, well, I don't know if it's the chicken or if it's the sauce. Let me see. I haven't had a chicken nugget in so long, at least from McDonald's. But you're, not missing, you're, 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 you're not missing anything. <laughs> um, there's definitely a, a, a kind of a ginger soy thing going on. There's mm-hmm. kind of, um, if you know um, Vietnamese food, there's a, a, a condiment they use called hoisin sauce that's kind of a kind of a spicy barbecue type of sauce. And that's kind of what this reminds me of. Um, okay, we've tried it. <laughs> if you went to McDonald's again, would you pick up a Szechuan sauce in addition to your regular maybe ketchup or barbecue that you're getting? Would you try this sauce again? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't, I don't know about this. It's, it's different, that's for sure. But I don't know that it's a good different, (laughs) but that's just my personal take on it. Your um, culinary mileage may vary, but we have enough of them. And um, the, they kind of are hoping that people will buy a lot of it because they have um, printed out some, some, some of the cover, foil covers 
have the word Szechuan on them, but some just have two letters from, from the word. Mm. And so they're hoping that people will want to be able to collect enough that they can actually spell out with their tubs the word Szechuan. I was quite aware of the fact that the ones they gave me did not spell out the word. So <laughs> look, for, look, 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 look for a, 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 a let's see. Look for an uh, look for the E the E C apparently in Szechuan is 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 hard to find. So, anywho, <laughs> wow! If, if this is the sort of thing you like, then you'll like this sort of thing. Um, oh dear, pardon me. Just I like a that. I think we should make this a regular segment. <laughs> oh, that's 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 that again. That makes one of us. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, after that, I might need some therapy. Uh, and you probably know of somebody that I could maybe have talked to about that. <laughs> I do. Um, I have a pretty cool story for this Saturday's World of Homes. Um, I talked to a Tulsa interior designer named Jill Kroka, and her design work is like already super well respected in the Tulsa community and even like across the country. But now she's getting a lot more international recognition as well because one of her home designs was featured in Homes and Gardens magazine, which is a really big deal. Uh, they even called it one of the world's best homes in the article, uh, which is pretty incredible. So very cool. And something I it, learned it, about. It, 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 I'm sorry. Is oh, that home? Is that home in Tulsa? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So even cooler, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something, when I was talking to Jill, I learned about her. Um, she has a very unique background for someone who's an interior designer, actually. She worked as a psychotherapist for a number of years before kind of making a complete 180 and pursuing interior design in her 30s. Um, and when she was working in mental health, she said that she focused a lot on the relationship that our built environment and our surroundings have on like our mental, our mental and physical health. Um, and that's something that she really tries to bring to her design process, she said. So she's kind of all about helping people make homes and spaces that are really like serene and calming to the senses and really feel like almost like a sanctuary in a way. Uh, and we've got some really cool photos for that as well. So that article will come out on Saturday in the Tulsa world. So definitely check that out. Okay. And so it, it, it just curious did she uh, uh, there was a there was a big thing oh probably again before your time for feng shui mm -hmm. is that is that a concept that she uses she didn't mention that by name but I would imagine it definitely plays a part um, yeah like just looking at photos of her home they are very there's there's a lot of kind of earthy tones. It's very like neutral. It's very like soothing to the eye to look at. It definitely looks like a place where it looks like a home where you would want to spend a lot of time, just a peaceful place to kind of gather yourself and spend quality time with family and stuff. So I don't know if she uses feng shui specifically, but it definitely, I definitely think that some of those elements do come into play in her homes. So. Okay. Okay. Just as, long, just as long as she doesn't use the color of the sauce over here. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so, well, um, 
while uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Trammell is not with us, he did let us know that uh, one of the stories that he's been working on that we'll have coming out, I believe, in Friday's Tulsa World, uh, which is available at um, fine retailers everywhere, as well as online at TulsaWorld.com, uh, is an interview with the comedian John Lovitz, who was uh, in the uh, 1980s a member of uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, and was known for uh, his uh, characters such as Tommy Flanagan, uh, who always told lies and claimed that he was married to Morgan Fairchild and everything, um, and whose catchphrase was, yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> so he's going to do a couple of shows at the Canes coming up soon, I believe this, I believe this Saturday. And uh, Jimmy's got an interview with him. Uh, and you've had a, a close encounter with, with a funny man yourself, I believe. I sure did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, I had the opportunity to speak to Bill Maher, which was very interesting. I've never really interviewed a celebrity or even a public figure really before. So that was a cool opportunity, but he is coming to Tulsa for his stand-up comedy tour. Um, he'll be at the Tulsa Theater on April 10th. So we just kind of had a Q&A to talk about like what his writing process was like for the material for this tour, um, how he thinks it's going to be perceived here, um, why he chose to come to Tulsa on his tour. Um, and he said that he's like a huge Tulsa fan. He really, really enjoys coming here and he always has a great experience while he's here. And he actually filmed his 2018 comedy special on HBO in the Tulsa theater as well. And it's called Live from Oklahoma is the special's name. So yeah, he is super excited to come. And he honestly, I was very intimidated to talk to him because <laughs> he has an intense public persona. <laughs> has a reputation, that's for sure. He couldn't have been nicer. Um, I was super pleasantly surprised. He was a super likable guy. We were laughing and joking. And yeah, I had a really great time talking to Bill Mark. So that was a okay, cool thing. Okay. And my okay. interview with him, I think, will come out early next week, but I'm not totally sure. So just okay. be on the lookout for that. <laughs> we will keep an eye peeled. Well, um, um, I believe you're familiar with the song by the Rolling Stones, Brown Sugar? Yes, I am. Okay. The person who inspired that will be coming to Tulsa. Her name is Claudia Lanier. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a, uh, a member of the, the backing vocal group for Ike and Tina Turner, the Ikeettes, and was... Uh, also was a member of uh, what were called the Shelter People, uh, which was uh, a collective of uh, performers um, that worked with Leon Russell at Shelter Records, which was based here in Tulsa. Well, she's coming back uh, for this Sunday, which is a big concert uh, in celebration of uh, what would have been uh, Leon Russell's birthday. And uh, it was is a tradition of his when he was living to always do a concert in Tulsa on or very near his his birthday. That was how that was the way he celebrated. And so uh, I believe last week Jimmy had a big story about uh, with an interview with uh, Leon's son Teddy Jack 
And so this is another one of the people that will be performing. Uh, Claudia was also one of the um, uh, people featured in a really great documentary. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but it should be available elsewhere called 20 Feet from Stardom, which is about the, uh, the backings, many of the backing singers uh, of artists with artists in the, the 60s who really helped define the sound of, of Motown, of um, Stax Records, of you know, Muscle Shoals. I mean, all these, uh, uh, and then also the groups like Delaney and Bonnie, which Claudia was a part of. Um, the she was part of the Mad Dogs and Englishmen tour. I mean, she's she has a, and she's you know recorded her her, her own stuff. So she's got a, an incredible career, and I'm sure that Jimmy got all kinds of good stuff <laughs> out of her for that. So that's so cool. I can't wait to read that. Yeah, we got, and uh, if you're if you're if you're into uh, foods that uh, don't come in odd little cardboard and plastic boxes. Uh, we're going to be talking about a place uh, here in town called the Eiffel Tower Grilled Cheese Company. Uh, we'll be talking about them in the in the coming weeks. They uh, just recently opened their, their brick and mortar restaurant they've been operating out of a food cart for a good six months as they wound their way through the legal <laughs> the legal obstacle course to get a business open these days so let's look for that so well i believe that's about what we've got uh, for this week um again if you uh want to listen to this without looking at us though this is available on uh podcast sites such as apple and spotify check it out there or uh it'll be attached to most of the stories you'll see this weekend on TulsaWorld.com. So um, on behalf of uh, Grace and myself and the, uh, the elusive Mr. Jimmy Trammell, uh, thank you for watching and we'll gladly see you later. Bye y'all.